these have 10 milligrams of caffeine so it's like not gonna make you jittery but it's like just like helps without that like sleepy time you know like yerba mate is the only caffeinated plant grown in north america Listen, Taylor, if you're going to be putting these soft ads in here, I'm going to need some compensation. Yeah, we need a kickback. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's a little ridiculous. I think it's a little... Oh, oh, no, we're good. Uh We're we're, we're going. (laughs) Yeah, we're Uh, live. We like like to do a random uh, soft (laughs) open. So, uh, hey, Bobby, how you doing? Doing good, you, Alex? Fantastic. Uh, Johncy, welcome back. Part of the 100 Club. Hey. We're yeah. going to kick all the fucking housekeeping to the end because we're just having some vibing conversation. I don't want to yeah. interrupt it. So. For sure. So this is our spooky episode. So spooky. Oh, Proper yeah. Proper to have a witch on. Yeah, Ooh. I know. We didn't oh. do any <laughs> prep that for this dropping right before uh, Halloween. First of all, I watched Hocus Pocus too, so I did a little bit of prep. I was at a <laughs> Halloween store, and I almost just bought three outfits for us. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have been like almost $200. I was like... We'll just pretend we're in costume. <laughs> That's fine. I can take a cone and yeah. cover it with a bed sheet. Right? Yeah. And make it a hat. Hey, now. This is not Virginia. <laughs> they can make it work. They just remember well, the memory. Well, you said a cone and a sheet. And I was yeah. just like, oh, hold up. Yeah, this is that. the South. Oh, no, Do, right. uh, hold, like be careful. Spooky. spooky. Be careful. I was going to get you a witch hat um, and like a robe thing. Yeah. And then Alex was going to be in inflatables. But... uh it just wouldn't work for this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what I, I think. I was gonna grab the Spider Man for me, but it was like an adult small. Yeah, like, and Hocus oh. Pocus. We started watching the the new one, and even the young gals that were in there that were uh, portraying the, the young ones had the Martin same facial expressions, and they were just killing it already. I haven't seen it. I heard great things. Um, I did hear on a podcast about some like. Uh, clip from a news organization you're listening to other podcasts mommy <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's it's essentially like a uh, like a very like rural town it's very yeah. like religious talking yeah. about how they don't like the movie because it feeds off like the women feed off the blood of young children to stay youthful and that's i mean there's definitely people on the yeah. internet who are like saying that the movie is like casting real curses to someone listen we are in a full satanic panic 2.0 and i'm i'm for one oddly here for it it i was i was a child in the first one and it was always very terrifying uh especially growing up in a very like religious conservative household Mm -hmm. um but like being where i'm at now in life and being part of the second satanic panic because it's even just like it's part of a more (sighs) fanciful system than it is just for the sake of being it so it's it's almost like this cycle right like every year on the news it's like halloween plus whatever drug we're mm-hmm. trying to scare you with mm-hmm. so it used to be like razor blades and mm-hmm. and and poison and then um in cocaine the in the 80s mm-hmm. and then uh edibles when, we when that was a thing and then all edibles. of a sudden <laughs> rainbow colored fentanyl and it's mm-hmm. is someone who likes drugs i am a sharing them with my friends that should cost money yeah I'm only not i'm not giving... trying to trick children yeah. into doing no, drugs that i and i and like I paid good money for that but also it's like i paid good money for that and i also you don't even get to see the result you're just like oh maybe that kid ate that drug i, I got about, him yes. 50 dollars yes. later what 
That is the for a capitalist like system. It is so weird for people to be like. They're just giving away drugs. It's so counterintuitive, I feel like, to the mindset as well of people who consume edibles. Like, so I'm either spending a hundred dollars to prank some kids, to prank some kid in a level that, that I could don't harm know. them. But I mean, take all that, like, take morality out of it. Like, just make it like just naked raw capitalism, right? Because regardless of how we all interact with the system, it's the system that drives us. So I, I recreate, like, let's just say I'm a saint, right? Like I'm just a a person who does a job. Cannabis is legal in my state. I use edibles to go to sleep. Um, and then for whatever reason, I'm like, you know, what would be funny or or even helpful is I give a whole bunch of kids edibles for Halloween, so they could experience the same thing. Or or even just on, on a malicious compliance, you're like, oh, that'd be hilarious. But then you're like, how much money does that cost? You gotta let people chime you in. You don't get to see it. And then what the fuck was the point in the first place? Yeah, and they just, it's not the same experience. And that's not ever the space that people who consume pot ever <laughs> feel like. We were. I was at an Atmosphere concert. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Well, like, in, we in that aspect, that. it's not even I got him because you don't ever see the the, the result. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like, so you're this you're weird. Like, maybe got like, him. Ah, they made eat it, and and like three days later, you're like. <laughs> but what if it's like the 15 eye. Snickers at the bottom of their bag that just goes in the trash after Halloween's over in February? Like no February. one's ever doing that. Well, oh, three candy. <laughs> speaking of Snickers, uh, oh, oh, yeah. we're we're a Halloween episode. So, top three Halloween candies, and 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 the ultimate worst. Oh, Oh, okay, for sure. um, Reese's, Snickers, M and M's. Oh, plain M and M's. Peanut, no, peanut, and might I say Reese's, but I've never lived in an affluent area. First of all, (laughs) that is the correct answer in order. What's your ultimate? Go fuck yourself, candy. Is that in a positive or negative? In a negative. Like, get the fuck out. I don't, who's eating this? This is trash. I know my... It's so clear. Is it so clear? Um, That's sad that I have to do this. Probably, like, a Twizzler. Oh. Like, I'm, I'm, not, good I'm on, not mad about a Twizzler. I'm good on a Twizzler. Yeah, I, I'll, right. I'll do it to what? to be, like, gracious. You don't like household. red number five rubber? <laughs> Dude, Shaped in a rope? Have you looked at the ingredients of... Twizzlers, I, they're uh, I still believe it's like a candy a long time ago. Flour is their like five. main ingredient. It's like sugar, flour, dye. And you're like, when did you? Are we making bread? Yeah. What's happening here? <laughs> There's just something like uh, it's not savory Mm-mm. for me at all. So my goes are, uh, I mean, it's a uh, a Kit Kat, a Twix. Oh, a Kit Kat! I love a Kit Kat. Kit Kat Twix and. Um, I know it, it may be controversial, but a uh, Three Musketeers. Like, oh, I've not thought about those in, in between forever. a Three Musketeers or a Butterfinger for the worst. <sighs> Butterfingers are no, so for good the, too. My go-to, so oh, I'll okay. probably kick out Three Musketeers with Butterfinger. So you know, Three Musketeers make me thirsty. My absolute go fuck yourself. Oh, Halloween candy. It's candy corn. Well, I'd rather do a candy corn but over this- a red vines. Really? Like if a bowl of candy corn is sitting there, oh. at some point I will grab four of them. 
But if there is a thing of red vine sitting there, yeah, if someone's buttholes no, in front of me I, long I enough, I'm going to put my tongue on it. But it doesn't make it right. Uh, like my mouth never waters. I never have that sugar craving, and I'm like, mm, maybe vines. I'll be so disappointing, <laughs> but I'll fuck with you today. <laughs> I just don't feel that. What is even the flavor of a candy corn? Sugar? Yeah, for sure. It's just Co- sugar. Corn. It's like, and corn what, what, what is syrup. that? That corn syrup. It's yeah. got the juice. High fructose. Yeah. It's got the juice. It's like GMO. <laughs> trying to hit that shit. High fructose and... corn syrup in corn shape, yeah. three colors. Yeah. Like, I've not, so, I'm not, yeah, I'm not adding. Uh, John Zano, we agree a lot, <laughs> but I'm going to have to say that you are incorrect that candy corn is better than anything. <laughs> Uh, there is only one answer that candy corn is better than, and that's going to be my hated list. So um, to kind of keep it moving, I, on the uh, favorite candy, like I said, I wasn't wrong. You had the correct answer in order. Uh, it is Reese's, Snickers, peanut and M&M's. Those mm. are the candies. Peanut M&M's are good, but I don't know if they're like number one. They're the number Name three. a better M&M peanut than peanut. Three. It, they're up I mean, almond's they're fancy, good. but they don't put out it enough. Mm. Almond. I'd like an almond uh, M&M for sure. Although, like ethically, like almonds, like require so many resources to make one of, it's That's almost what, like I think too. It's very frustrating. Like water, I agree. <laughs> I They're did. fucking delicious. It's a good snack. It's a healthy source of protein. But it uh, also, I got water. It also spirit, induces guys. hunger. Uh, so if you use it as a health snack, it's actually almost counterintuitive unless you have a real fucking rain on your hunger trigger. <laughs> Uh, and Dude, most almonds, Americans don't. Well, I drink a, like when I'm at home working, I'm like so snacky all the time. So it's it's the that okay, so un, sh- unsweetened banana chips. Okay. So and do you, hold when you on, eat, I'm talking. Oh, oh, sorry, no, no, so no. It's, it's the uh, unsweetened banana chips, <laughs> the almonds, and then I drink a ton of water. So I'm just full. Okay, right? like that's the move. Well, it is the move because a lot of times people mistake hunger for thirst. Uh, mm-hmm. When you're just your body's thirsty, especially it, we're in the valley, right? So we're just we have to consume more water as ericals than most people do. So you should always drink water here first. But like when you eat almonds, like what do you think a serving of almonds is? I want to say a handful. It's supposed to be half your fist size. Yeah. Like okay. Uh, yeah. For me, that feels like an eighth of how many almonds I should be eating. You got big and, hands. And, that is correct. But <laughs> <laughs> How, Should I leave? He looked at his hands. He looked at Should his, I like, leave? Damn straight I are, do. Are, are these my hands? These what my do hands? I do with my hands? I tricked him. I gave him Halloween candy that was drunk. <laughs> See? So, That's a um, decent human being. The aggressive uh, You owe me peanut $48, debate though. Uh, well, I used to pay extra. Guys, so. I used to know somebody. He lived across the street from me. Like ten years ago, uh, and he had a friend. So, like this particular person lived across the street from me. He had a friend, and this friend was really into acid. And he would dose people's beverages. Fuck that guy. That's what I said Fuck that too. Guy. If you want to give people acid and let them know you're doing it, yo, dope. I also don't fuck with people. That's, that's a trick. I said too. Like I've taken acid. I prefer a mushroom, but in the same vein, and even. Knowing that I really love mushrooms, I get nervous when Before I eat I mushrooms. I'm like, like, oof, this is this Alex is didn't mean to cut a you thing off entirely, but like that segued me into this thought of like, you that is a hurtable mm-hmm. offense. Mm-hmm. 
sir. <laughs> you don't know what state of mind they're in, what's going on with their family, their life, their all, their mental Agreed. health. Like, holy Agreed. cow. Agreed. I heard that for the first time. I'm like, that is not something that you do. No. Yeah. It's um, it's poor form for sure. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yes. So I um, I kind of pride myself. I mean, I'd actually like to expand on this a little bit. I um, I pride myself on being a what I call a good Sherpa. Love oh, this. yeah. So um, if I'm going to take someone out for the first time, um, I like to show them a good time. That's right. Um, I want them to feel safe. I want them to feel uh, comfortable. Yeah. I In want them- that order. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I, I'm a I'm a prepper for sure. Like mm. anytime I'm taking it. Like, um, so I took a really good friend of mine out on a, on a mushroom foraging trip. And. Um, no shit. And like, uh, wait, well, to go like. Find real mushrooms. No. Oh. Just, <laughs> okay. Just tripping balls. Right? <laughs> just tripping balls. Thank you for clarifying He's that. He's like, I'm, we're looking for mushrooms on mushrooms. I thought that'd be pretty cool. The problem is I don't know anything about Me being about, a like, call-out asshole and always being coy on this podcast are so in absolute <laughs> conflict with each other. Yeah. It makes no sense. We'll figure it out someday. That's fine. Um No, so um, he's like, let's go fucking, let's see the fucking hand of God. And I'm like, let's do it. Um, oh, that's terrifying. And uh, every trip's a little different. Sure. But I like to just be prepared for the moment. So I've I've had trips where, like, I have drank a case of beer. Oh, and yeah. it not affect me Isn't at all. And where mushrooms? I just craved it. I've had trips no where I've smoked. Oh, yeah. I've smoked half an ounce. Like, so what I do is I pre-grind all my cannabis. I either put it in joints or just have it available. Like, uh, you've seen how I do the yep. tube and stuff like that. Um. I'll have that all prepped. So, like, if it's something that comes up, I don't have to, like, stop and break it up. Right? Having that lack of thought. I I have food pre-ordered. I don't always eat food when I'm on mushrooms, but when I do, it's pretty ravenous. So, like... Ice cold, fresh fruit, pre-sliced on mushrooms, exceptional. Dude, (laughs) it's exceptional. So, 2019, I had a mushroom trip with the wife where, like... It was Walmart's, like, American Select um, cherry limeade and watermelon. Like, not only are colored the same, like, we were hitting these, like, fucking summer fuckboy vibes. Like, just, like, (laughs) like, just trippy-ass fucking, like, vaporwave shit just in the backyard. It just, like, the sunset, like, it came together, dude. And, like, I'm just, like, obsessed with, like, like, the last, this last time was, like, mango. It's just... Just like something sugary and sweet mm. is always nice, right? But like, so I do. I, I prep food, usually a couple of burritos in the sock, just in the fridge, some fresh fruit, um, lots of water all over the house, oh, pre bottled, just next to the bed, in the right. fridge, like right. anywhere right. anyone's going to be hanging out. Right. So, like, again, just kind of back to the point the idea is, is like, if I'm going to take you out for a stroll into a neighborhood you've never been, right. You should feel comfortable mm-hmm. and safe and and all these things. So my, my industry <laughs> secret for those kind of – because I do the same. Okay. Um, but never with people who haven't done it before. It's typically homies that have done mushrooms before. Because okay. I, I like to prep too. I'm just like – I don't want to have to worry while I'm enjoying totally. this experience totally. to like have to do more. Totally. So It's the one place I make space for myself. So a lot of those things you that you're saying. And then it, yeah. in my backyard, I have a, a speaker always going to have a playlist of like specific music Perfect. simple easy j- nice. like driving music and then i do a this is like Playlists by far important. my <laughs> absolute favorite part of like setting that experience is 
a Netflix queue of all the best TV shows. Interesting. For like seven hours. And it just goes. Whether okay. we watch it or not, it's just on a TV, just playing. That so, I love. Like, so I some I workaholics, TV rule. Um some the like so like the workaholics mushroom, them on mushrooms in the office episode is always is so on. Um like that has to be a safe TV show, though. So you pick, you, like, you go and yeah, pick all having, the best uh, ofs. So like, that's always good, sunny. But like, if I trip around you, it's a great and idea, I have though, to is watch having a playlist. Always sunny, like. Well, you don't have to. It's I'm just there. Leave. It's just it's there, and if you're like not feeling it, skip. And you just press next, I and it goes to the next that. TV show, and you're like not feeling this one. Next, I got like. Five. I, I got like 10 that's hours smart. of shows. So yeah. when we went to the, um, so Mike and I had an opportunity to host a disc golf tournament. Uh, I'm sorry, not host, sponsor Okay. a disc golf tournament. It was called Big Lake. Um, it's up in Flagstaff, no, Pine Top. But how it started was like a Flagstaff high school reunion, kind of. And mm-hmm. it's a 10 year long event. Like, 10-year-long running event. It's out in the middle of, like, state land. And we get there. And so within... just geographically speaking for uh, Arizonans, if you just, when you go to Pine Top, I'm from Pine Top, if you just keep driving uh, north, just into the Indian Reservation about 20 minutes, uh, that's where you hit exactly where you're talking about. Yeah. So it's just... It's about four it's, hours away yeah, from it's, where it's we a are little above. Right it's a little above 7,000 feet. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, when was it's, this? It's real cold country. Two weeks ago. Okay, so you're getting yeah. prime oh, okay. weather up there. Two weeks ago, yeah. That would have been, God, it must have been gorgeous. It was so gorgeous. So I have, Aspens are my favorite tree. Oh, and they were I love in, the Aspen, like. Seriously. It's so the comforting. Sound, um, the look, that is the tree that I got tattooed all over my leg. Like, I am obsessed okay. right. with Aspens. There is something that it does to just calm my spirit. But it's all one organism, baby. It is. Isn't that crazy? It is. Their root systems turn into more trees. It's Isn't it powerful? Insane. It's insane. Aspens and bananas. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> I cannot. Banana trees are different than Aspens other and bananas. <laughs> no, no, actually, the way Aspens and bananas currently exist on Earth are almost the same. But a banana tree's root doesn't turn into another banana tree. Right. But, but an asp one aspen I, I understand is that but the same tree as the other. And that is yes. The exact same organism. Right. But a banana is also a singular organism, but they don't their roots don't turn into more, but they yeah. are singular uh they are one living organism. Like basically if there was ever like a virus that infected yeah, yeah, the yeah. only living banana like structures in the world that could affect them, we would no longer have bananas. bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just yeah. the same We've with Aspens. We've talked about this on the podcast. But, like, if Aspens ever got, like, one of those weird beetles like uh, Denver uh-huh. has, they would all be gone. Like, in two seasons. Protect the Aspens is all I'm saying. Seriously. So, protect so that Aspen. Uh, per- <laughs> <laughs> so, how was, how, how was the... Uh, um, how was the... Disc it golf. was great. It was really powerful. So uh, we, I have like we have the opportunity of being friends with so many so many people in the industry um, and outside of the industry. And so we got a phone call one day with somebody who is very deep in a disc golf, and he's like, "Hey, I've been a part of this tournament for years. They are ten years running, and they're looking for a sponsor to do this." Hell yeah! And so we got linked up. Like that, but like friends who love one another yep. and love the hobby that they do and love the sport that they spend their time doing. And so uh, we got linked up with them and we had an opportunity. We spent three nights in Pine Top and 
we served coffee to over 70 people for three days consecutively. Hell yeah. Um, and I'm just really proud of us for what we did. Cause like when we're out there, right? Like there's no power. We brought the generator. We brought the fuel to mm-hmm. bring the generator. Pine we Top brought... is notoriously like a mountain town. Literally. I mean, yeah. we're an hour away from the next store. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we bring the water, we brought the, and it was just, and seeing, seeing the love that everyone who set up that big lake. Uh, disc golf tournament was was really 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 special so there was an individual who they called him the greek gardener and he was so 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 hospitable to us we very first get there he comes up to our tent and it's like hey just wanted to welcome you and say thank you so much for being here here's a joint fuck yeah i like this guy so kind watch him around your kids and and halloween (laughs) (laughs) he's just being giving your kids all the edibles (laughs) hundreds of dollars yeah then the next day he comes up and he's like hey or actually i think i got even my days confused like he comes up and he's like hey i have this mushroom tea like so gracious and was like here just give me a give me a glass and i'll fill you all the way up and like we enjoyed that for three full days and just sipping off of that a um, uh, like a psilocybin mushroom tea. Mm-hmm. I gotta meet this guy. Listen, he uh, was so wonderful. Anyone who consistently, um, so I have this whole like thing in my head where like, if you just kind of always have mushrooms or like, or like, so in any given situation, if you hang out with me, you're like, hey, like, man, I'm, I've had a bad day. Like, you got a bowl, and I'm like, if you've hung out with me, you're like, always. let's go over here. I, I got you. But, like, if you're that for mushrooms, like, I have fully designated you a wizard. That's right. Um, Alex, I want to think- Liz Lindbergh, wizard. Actually, <laughs> by, by definition, like, every time we're hanging out, she's like, she's I have- She's a medicine my-. woman. She's like, yeah, it's Dr. Quinn over here. She's like, hey, uh, mushrooms? <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Like, you're more aggressive than me, and that's she's saying something. And then, um, really also, intense. I would be remiss if I didn't call out Max came in as also a wizard and the guy who got me into mushrooms. Um, so, um, coming back to you doing this, you sponsoring this disc golf with not Phoenix Beer Company. That's correct. Right? So, yes. yeah. there's a show, I might have the name wrong, but it's like uh, Life After Lockup, right? Like... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Where they uh, <laughs> documentary do a documentary on inmates outside of prison, and I feel like you're on like the holy grail of that show in like an inverse, right? Like it's not time out of jail, but like the beer industry is such a uh, that is not such a medicine. way of life, right? Mm. Like I want to know how life has been going outside of beer industry For and sure. in your own company for sure like you now are 100 percent full-time operating your own small business which is exceptional yeah it's got to have been terrifying and it's got to be invigorating like yeah those are those are like the the aspirations i have right and i'm working to build to get to that and you you're at that stage it's how was how was it day one waking up and being like i don't have to call on accounts Mm. to sell phoenix beer anymore i get to go sell my business's product Mm that I create with my husband in a small business and doing all these things. How was how was day one till now? So to be honest with you, uh, like a blur, but I know it's not going to be like the super sexy, like crazy story that you want. Well, um, I, I don't but think, I will say I don't like, think any any story from a small business like that 
is super sad. It's the, that's yeah, the, like the, that's like hitting the lottery when it, it's yeah. it's all the craziness. Yeah. It's all the things that people don't realize. Like, oh, this person started their own business. They must have a hundred thousand in the bank and do mm. this and their money Hot. and their their right. regular uh, right. payrolls are like their uh, uh, okay. I, I can't think of the word, but like you know, checks like, are coming in, yeah, normal, products going in. out, things yeah. are super smooth for them, and it's never that way. Yeah, no, no, uh, at all. Uh, I mean, so for, so for Mythic Goat, we started, like how Mythic Goat Coffee was actually started is I was the corporate bar trainer for the Thirsty Lion Concepts. So I was a, basically like one of 12 executives for Concept Entertainment Group. And I had 12, 10 stores at the time across the country that, that we were doing and we were opening more. And, um, that is where I was spending my time and I was on a growth projection personally and and career that was exceptionally powerful and to be honest everything that everyone in my life had ever told me that this is what you work for uh and it was very it was so wonderful it was so wonderful i am so proud of what of what we did and what i did um but it was very 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 hard and it was very consuming oh yeah right um like I got kicked out of my bunko group because I could not make Friday night bunkos because that's a you're too busy. Yeah, I can't make. Um, I was okay, in like a, Edna. a woman's leading, uh, like an activist group. Yeah, and I couldn't make those meetings. Um, I couldn't answer the phone call when my family called. So like there were those things that that weighed on me a little bit. But I was doing this for a reason, and the development that I received and the company that I was working for, I could not be anything but but pride filled. Oh yeah. You know, my husband Gracious had, for the opportunity. Yeah. Like, um, I was thriving. Yeah. And I'm sure immense knowledge you learned going through Immense. It. I would never... I would never... It was sad to see to see what we have to give up specifically as women. And I will always just hold that of, mm-hmm. like, professionally what we have to give up or personally what we have to give up to professionally do that, right? Absolutely. Um, I would I, always expect you to hold a strong stance on women specifically <laughs> being a woman. <laughs> So, always welcome here. And at the time, so when shutdown happened in, in the pandemic, my husband had also been, been running his own company, an AV and uh, lighting company that focused on hotels for the last 10 years. So hotels shut down a month before restaurants did. Yeah. Like he told me the writing on the wall and I knew it was going to happen. Yep. Um, and so that happens. And so you have an entrepreneur and a successful business owner for 10 years mm-hmm. with me who had been traveling the entire country uh, and running this and we're in shutdown and we're in lock. And it's like, do restaurants ever open again? Like this was a mindset that I had. None of us had any idea what to think about and conceptualize, no, it right? Really, it was a lot of fuckery for sure. It was a lot. And so like basically what this looked like for us was like multiple Venn diagrams of like what made us happy, what we had knowledge in, what we had success in, what we had passion in, affordability, what that mm-hmm. looked like. And then also seeing that brick and mortars at the time weren't viable. Right. Yeah. So everything that was living was e-commerce. Mm-hmm. And so at that time in this one bedroom condo that we shared for months without leaving, uh, we conceptualized Mythic Oat Coffee. 
uh, we made it and I'm so proud of it and I'm, I'm so grateful. And me being the restaurant opener that I was, was like, let's get a timeline set for an opening date. Yeah. So we had September 1st, 2020 as our launch date. Hell Website yeah. was going to be live. It was going to go. Um, shortly after, then restaurants started to open again. And the restaurants who we sat there and built our business plan at mm-hmm. reached out to us and was like, hey, there's opportunity here. And so we built our cold brew program from there. We are doing both of those businesses, his AV company, the Mythic Goat Coffee Company, and then I'm still selling beer to make mm-hmm. a living because that's what we do mm-hmm. in this life is we make a living. And yeah, You run a business, have a job. Seriously. Like that. That's. I think that's what a lot of people don't realize as young entrepreneurs, like how many side projects mm. someone has that they're that that's all they want to do but they don't have the the ability to do because it you don't have the bankroll you don't have totally. big investors behind you you're trying to do it all yourself right totally. like so when you're like I want to do this thing so bad it's what my passion is but this right here this 9 to 5 kind of thing is my security to keep totally. doing the things I want to do and it's not just like you get to go do it. Go ahead and just make this coffee and go and sell it. Like it costs money to get all of these things right. going. The website, the marketing, the the time spent, it's right? Time. Your time, every every hour, every minute that you spent building the practices, the website, the yeah. planning, the all of this, the designs, who you're going to sell it to, business yeah. plan, all that. Every hour you worked on it could have been a billable hour that you worked for a company that would yeah. have paid you. So you're literally giving up money to build this thing while working create. a full-time job. Because you believe in it. And that's that's something that, like, from the get-go, we I believed in it. We believed in it. Uh, and I remember before I switched from Phoenix, kind of just kind of going back to, to your original question is, um, because, because Mike and I work together, right, and we have a life together, I also uh, delve into research on how to keep your relationship really strong and how to keep the mm-hmm. love of your life the, the number one person always and this love don't this let your love. life insurance policy be too strong yeah. <laughs> I love him. uh and but then you're always i love him right? yeah like i love listen him. if you go through and quarantine in a life. single bedroom condo i mean it it that's when you said that i was thinking to myself i was like holy shit like i'll say that's how you really t- put if it you're in a relationship that you think is just all right get out of it go to a make Seriously. sure you find the right person be so consumed with your other Facts. part with your other half that like I, there's there's moments where Brooke and I are in an argument like 30 minutes later we're out at dinner and just like she's like I'm sorry that this happened I'm like no I'm sorry this happened she's like I, I'm not going anywhere like I just because we, like we weren't excited about this or we argued about this or we weren't happy here like don't worry I'm not bouncing like mm. I'm stuck to you yeah, so you better have, be okay with that, that like, conversation where you're just you. like Listen, if we fight, even if it's bad, like, it doesn't ever, like, separating is... Yeah, it never means this the, the is The last end. thing on the for table. For sure, yeah. right? And, like, I think for me as well is... Um, it takes time to get there. Like, though, I don't so. do coke anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that means that yes. I have an understanding of white knuckle sobriety. Oh, yeah. Versus oh. real sobriety. White okay. knuckle sobriety, like, oh my god, so, like, I'm such a I'm gonna... fucking arrogant cocksucker about it because I, I've done it in a handful of things, and it's how I try to solve all of my substance right? issues. 
Uh, or merit. Or, so, like, or, or, I, I, I want to circle back or to, like, vices, bring it like, back. Yeah. 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 Like, well, let's bring it back. I'm not trying to have white knuckle sobriety in my marriage. No. Oh, that's... Ever. Yeah. That's untenable. Okay. So, that that is kind of where that comes from, right? Is I'm never trying yeah, that, to just that, sit that, there that and has be, to be like, the line, yeah, I sure. want to be with you. I want to be with you, too. And, like, we don't know how to make... Like, I will never. I always want to make this super rich. And so, as we grow... As a business unit, that has been my number one focus mm-hmm. because that was never our goal. Our goal was to find one another and be married and, and be in love and to operate, to be autonomous individually. Like so we had always been aware. We were 31, what, uh, 31 and 34 years old before the pandemic hit. Yeah. What do they you, call it? It's like mutual uh, mutual autonomy or something like that where like, me and it's something me and Jacqueline generally enjoy, which is where like she can be on her phone doing her thing, and I can be on the TV doing my thing, and just being right being there, together. yeah, like fills you, yeah, it, like yeah. that, like we don't have to be talking or engaged or being interesting or an activity or all these weird things that people like try to like. Sometimes just being, um, especially as someone who's ADHD, like. It's called uh, body mirroring, where just mm. sometimes like having a person that you care about or trust in the room with you yeah. makes you more productive. So skin or, skin contact, yeah, right? Yeah. Just hand on a thigh, doing your own thing. I mean, no. Oh. Uh, I mean, right. you don't have to necessarily be physically touching, but I mean. Sitting uh, next to each other and you're, you're like, you're, you're, oh, I don't know. You're misunderstanding a different conversation. Right okay. Here. You can be uh. sitting <laughs> on the couch next to each other. <laughs> Okay, you're in the kitchen. She's in the she's in the backyard. All right, go on, come on, keep going. <laughs> I was just trying to convince you that my hand needed to be on your thigh. Relax. Dude, you can put your hand on my thigh. <laughs> you can do it. Um, no, but like it just it, it's it's that thing right where it's like um, partnership isn't about constantly like that's how friendship works, right? Like I put my sometimes hand people on get twisted like. The person you're married to is your best friend. Whether you think that or not, like the person you've picked to be around forever, be your forever roommate, be the person who like through your behavior, you convinced to put their mouth on genitals. Well, here's an insight on that. You know what I mean? Like they're supposed to be your best friend. Here's an insight on that. Like would you live and sleep in the same bed and cook dinner and breakfast with your buddy that often? Like I've lived with Brooke for is it you ten years? No, I'm saying like no. <laughs> your your spouse is your best friend because you can cohabitate and spend that much time with the other person, right? Like I love some of my friends so fucking much. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they have their own houses. Right. I'm not gonna share a bed with them. I'm not gonna like be like <laughs> oh you know what? I'll just wake up, go get some coffee, and bring it over and just do something sweet for someone just cause, just fucking cause. Well, it's a great right? like well for me like I travel a lot for work, right and. I'm really close with a lot of people I travel with. And a great example is, like, I travel with these people, which means I sleep in hotel rooms with them, which means that, like, and and I'm a pleaser, right? Like, I always want to, like, keep things moving. Like, I'm like, oh, hey, I did this for you. Hey, I did this for you. But, like, the things I will do for my wife based on, like, how I know her and her comfort level and, like, her uh, proclivities um, to just kind of, like, make her life easier the way I will go out of to make that occur versus even some of the people I love the most in my life on a travel trip. Cause I've traveled with Adam and Andy to San Diego. I will do far less for them yeah. in any given day than I will for Jacqueline. And 
I think that I think that there is a portion of men who sometimes just think that like getting married, having a woman uh, based on whatever uh, series of social constraints, you know, were like these are the things like whether she's pretty or smart or like uh, business driven. It's like, but like you're also supposed to love her. Well, the, <laughs> and, like, I mean, the physical and, like, attraction like, it, what brought you together. It's everything else that keeps you there yeah i don't know if it's inappropriate but like my english teacher my junior year of high school and i I've, i think i've talked about this a few times he gave me the best marriage advice i've ever heard and it it, it, it may be very appropriate that he said this to me ever but like it fucking made my marriage work right like because i understood you know he's like and he ultimately had a whole huge divorce and fallout so maybe not the best dude to take advice from but he was like, hey, you know, like, when you get married, like, you're not, like, going to, like, there's going to be times you can't be lovers and you have to be friends. And that and doing that right is going to be the only thing that makes it work long term. He's like, you can do everything else right, but if you can't get that right, you're fucked. For sure. Well, I'd and, say that... And, uh, and that's that, people that don't work together. Well, and, I would say this Well, and that full for, stop hit my marriage, like, where it was just, like, for a handful of reasons, like, sexy time wasn't happening the way it should have, and we just kind of had to be good, close companions. friends and companions, and not roommates, but, like, well, good friends. So think and, about this, because you then, said it may not have been the best advice coming from that guy, but, like... No, no some it of the, was the some, best advice, but he shouldn't have been giving it to me at that age. Well, no, no, well, you said his <laughs> his his marriage didn't work, oh, but yeah, yeah. some of the best coaches can't play the sport that well, right? Well, but doesn't mean they don't know how to... can't teach, right? Yeah, right? the but, pulmonologist it, who yeah. smokes and, yeah, and like, all of that. Yeah, but they, like, they know all the right information to give to you, and, and you got to do it yourself, Um but I, I do want to get back to... Hold like, on. What I want to sidebar a pulmonologist. You're just going to fucking throw that on my table. This is my $14 word podcast. We talked about this last time. <laughs> God damn. Um, that was just like so, so low key. She's just like a pulmonologist. So how has the, the daily grind been operating your own company full time? That's a great... Um, thank you for asking it. It's been, it's been great. Um... We, I've tried a couple different like versions of communication that were, that like, I'm like, oh, maybe if I separate like cash orders oh, in a different journey. type of, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> like a different type of, like if I use Slack, mm-hmm. um, uh, right? Sla- like, sla- I'm a political Slack is uh, the organizer. best honey trap on the planet because yeah, you're like, like, if everyone in my company uses this, this is, I, I literally was just talking about Slack. Two days ago in my company because we tried to use it before. I'm like, oh, we used that. I was like, but if we use it right, it's super efficient. If you and use then, it right, but yeah. if super you efficient. use it right, is the whole tagline totally. of Slack. And we don't end up using it any longer. But at one point we had, yeah. like, I had it. And Everyone, it was just Mike and I. It was basically it a way out. to keep. Listen, Slack like, hasn't been profitable for five years, so it's. Everyone tries it. I out. still love Slack. I love Slack. So like, it's I love my... it too, but it just doesn't work. Here's, I don't if know. If you're an organizer and if you're using it for political campaigns, it's totally worth it. So like, I, the best I use Slack that. for for very like business centric conversations, and then when it's but putting how out do you guys fires, buy in from text. the whole team. Like, what, what, like my whole, I just tell my team you have to use it. It's yeah, not that yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah if you want to message me, this <laughs> is it. If you want to yeah. put out a fire, fucking text me. Uh, if you need to put out a fire, fucking text yeah, me. Yeah, because I'm HBIC. That's so, how that happens. Yeah, I if, do that. So I do that too. And uh, we, 
What's your employee pool on that? Like, <clears throat> how many members do you have in Slack? 50. Really? Mm-hmm. We'll have to talk off mic. Okay. I'm not making it work. It, I mean, it's... it. <laughs> Well, it's, cool. it's, it's, it's that's for working. a separate conversation. That's for off yeah, podcast. Off mic. Um, I yeah, really no, I was agreeing that, with you. Yeah, I don't care um, that much about like the platform, but like this and this podcast is sponsored by and... Slack. <laughs> yeah, business communications in one place. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I already um, tried to move on. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but but so I've it, tried to like do that in like a curated space of like, okay, these are cash order and these are this. And mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, it is, um, it's a mindfulness, right? Of like, um, there's a relationship therapist called Esther Perel and she mm. is, uh, mm. an exquisite human Let's being. See. Yeah. So like, uh, uh, she has so many different tools and things like that for communication. If you haven't heard of her, then I would definitely invite you to research, on that but um there was something that she had said months ago um and it was a question that she kind of like posed to the community to ask one another and or to ask yourself and it was when was the last time that you felt free and my reaction to that six months ago was vastly different than my spouse's um and so i asked him that question because that is what she is using her embodiment on earth to do mm-hmm. is to help breathe these thoughts into us and to help kind of bring us into a more elevated life. And I'm not as motivated uh, for the dollar as some. And like, but I also say that as being a, I'm a very secure you have person. I'm a secure in this person. System in this. You exist in this. Correct. You, you, you but understand. I also I am like, notoriously on the record as not being motivated by money, from. but I still Correct. have to generate it to yeah. exist. But I also have been poor. Yeah. So like I will say that in an asterisk of like I am very money motivated in that way because I have been poor and I have not known where my next meal is going to come mm-hmm. from or where I'm going to shower and mm-hmm. what that looks like. And what that looks like and being money motivated is a very, very, very different thing. Yeah, absolutely. So um, how I operate as a as a worker and as a worker bee is, is different, right? And so my – but all of that is to say when I asked Mike and he said, I, I, like, I feel free right now. And I did not. My answer was not now. Yeah. I don't feel free at all. I, I might feel free on my day off. Do you think you felt kind more of. like congested to what operating the business, making sure the product goes out? Yeah. And like not can... even at the time I was still working. <clears throat> I was still working, you know, for a brewery. Yeah. Um, And I have worked and made higher paychecks, mm-hmm. but I never felt free like that. The power that this woman has and the gift that she has and that she has chosen to share with the world of like this thought process, those things are very unlocking for me. Oh, for sure. Um, of like what, what? free? Like what, what? made you um, Yeah. It it won a mentality that it's just dollars changing then, hands. Does it ever feel for you? I like I've never gotta, thought that. You've got to break out of that mentality and go. So with that realization in your experience. What was, did you, were you able to identify the, the, the hang, right? Like 
you're in the industry, you feel empowered. Da, 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 yeah, I mean, you're I asked this two, question. Yeah, I give my two weeks. So, I give a month. Right, but like, like you're at, you're asked this question, right? And then it hits you, right? But what? Because I mean, I guess it's it's almost like traveling backwards in time. It's like because you're like, hey, everything's great, and I'm mm. empowered, and then it's like you get hit with this question. You're like, fuck, like. Do you correct? I, 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 I'm just articulating this poorly, but like, do you remember what the exact like bridge connected there was? Like, this is the thing where I thought I was happy, but I'm not, and that's literally like turned the dial because, yeah, like the fact that I tried to think about like my last camping trip or something, like, I was rolling back my Rolodex and thinking about like a vacation that we took and I asked I looked at Mike and he said every day like it I was so still was that he was rolling just, for an answer oh yeah. it, and it, he had oh it was the, your, your your partner your spouse is like I'm just fucking ha- having it and you're like wait what well, so, <laughs> just, so so, so you're, you're not along for the working, same ride he's working more than I am, arguably. But he's doing what he wants to do. It was the question of, do you It's like feel he's on a motorcycle. Sense? He's on a motorcycle. You're on the sidecar. And you're like, how is it? And you're like, he's like, I'm having a fantastic time. Yeah, like when somebody tells me to jump, I jump. Yeah. And I jump how high? And as many was, times as they ask, tell me to. Do Your and Mike relationship is very much like Broken Eyes relationship. But spun where we are like, let's fucking go. Let's get this done. Have very high energy, very high passion, very like aggressive. And Mike and Brooke are like, we'll get there. Right. Let's sit back. We do the things we need to do. Wait, you said Mike and Brooke? Mike and oh, Brooke. Oh, you and I. Yeah. You and I. So like me and Brooke. And You're you my and gem, Mike, right? Right. Like we are much closer in style of human being. Agreed. Than, than, uh, me and Brooke or you and Mike, Mike and Brooke are very closer in style of person where they're a lot more, a little bit more reserved, a little bit more with their own pace. And they go, mm. this is what I'm going to do. I don't know. And are you the Libra or is she the Libra? I don't know what Libra means. When but we are the aggressive. June. Goddamn. Okay. This is. Okay. So this <laughs> I don't know is what it. Libra okay. is. So Bobby says. and I. Here's the thing. Okay. I'm going to take this time right now. Right. Okay. So Gemini's are how we are. And we are... Oh, my God. We are here strong we personalities. Here we go. Gemini, Gemini agenda. Well, Alex, in the aspect of, like... <laughs> settle in. Alex, you know me. You know you know John C. We, we are both hard-headed, strong-willed, aggressors, get shit done. It's we're are some and of my favorite people. We are... Something needs to be done. Let's fucking do it. Let's right? fucking do let's, it. I, not... not uh, let's sit back and game plan that. and sit there and go, let's just attack this thing and make it fucking happen. Or... Get the so job done. Mike is also a Gemini, so he's one of us. I've, I've never. We can hear that. I've never seen. I've never and seen. That's uh, why they're welcome. I've never Sorry. seen Mike yell. Hey, he won't. Yeah. But you've seen me yell. I'm sure you've seen me yell. I fucking love yelling. Uh, I'm sorry. I know that was loud. Uh, Mike is a diamond in the rough Gemini. Um, Stellar man with a gray beard. Stellar, 
stellar man. There are also times, though, that, like... And this is, like... He's just a rocket man. Yo, I... I have, I, I have used, I have been, (laughs) I am used to being either like the breadwinner, the most aggressive person, the leader of thought, the whatever in like a type of relationship. And my, you're in charge of the thoughts. No, I don't want to say it like that. (laughs) No, no. You're a firecracker. Like, I, I I was using the T H O T. The joke is, yes. Like, I'm not I've going to, to explain it to charge. make it hilarious. Yeah, but it's also who you are, right? Like it, it's you will take that charge whether you had to or not. That's correct. Like, and I have been like I've been given that opportunity by people in business and in life that I respect, right? So like, I'm not here for no reason. You're an and invigorating I woman. I don't. I don't not matter, and I don't. Like I give you, I give you what you pay for and yeah. I am here to add value and I have very strong thoughts. Um, it's giving you I, value. It's giving you thoughts. I, uh, I met somebody who adds value in a way that I have never seen a man do to a woman with this high level. It makes me, I mean, honestly, like Alex and Jacqueline, like I love you and Brooke, like. The biggest aspect for me was like, do I have to do I have to close my wings in order to be with you? Yeah. No. Because the answer well, no. should always for me, the answer is always going to be no. It, the availability. It's, it's always no. But also it's why he's attracted to you, right? Agreed. Like, he he wants this stunner Agreed. of a woman that's willing to work hard, be passionate, and be like <clears throat> I always say this with anybody like I like with Brooke. I've always said this. Like, I want to take care of Brooke. I don't want to have to take care of Agreed. Brooke. Right? That's the kind of woman I want. She doesn't fucking need me That's at right. all. What I always... but I like that I can take care of her, and but she can also take care of me. It's not that I need and to because she and she's also like she's tough. Opening up her wings, yeah. and this is like this is that like. <sighs> A vacillation between like going back and forth between being like, I want to be a solid wife and I want to like listen to you when you need it. And then I also want to assume my own space business wise. So like imagine if you and Brooke open a bottle shop. Like do that and have your marriage. Yeah. Right. And that is at the end of the day, like the beautiful privileged task that Mike and I have right now is like we get to talk to one another about how we love one another and have that and that is something that we need to sit and always make time for oh, like yeah. if it's date night and understand each other's skills and abilities facts. and all of those yeah, things and like there are times Bobby like <clears throat> we'll be sitting and I he says it's date night and I said okay and then we sit there and I have a thought about mythic goats <laughs> and I swear to God, I tell myself, you do not speak until that thought dissipates. <laughs> like you will not. You have it's six got- dogs, five chickens, nieces, nephews, a full life of and thought. And then like 800 pounds of coffee beans that need to be roasted and, and seven opinions. accounts of delivery. And you're like, no, 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 no go, go back to the other no. things. Go back to the other things. Totally. Because right? okay. I would not share this with my boss if I was just doing this job. Yeah. And I will not, I will not 
I will not talk business with my spouse when I'm wearing... In non-business hours. Yeah. My tattoos are showing. Yeah. <laughs> I right. fucking love it. You, right. you, need, you need that separation of like... These are I'm in batty mode, and uh, we're not talking about work. <clears throat> no. And, and to have, like, your business partner is your husband. And, like, so say, you know, these are our hours of business where we are operating, talking about business. Outside of that, we are human beings that love each other and live together. Uh, and then also you get an email. And then you look and be like, look. We is this, do this is to this, each other all the time. Is this a respondable? Do we need to handle this now, or can this be tomorrow at, at 11, like, or Correct. 9 a.m.? Like, and you just go. All right, together we've now distinguished, is this a fire we can put out now or is it a slow burn that will build into a fire if we don't put it out later? Correct. Let's handle it later. We can deal with what we're doing now because that's got to be tough. Like, because an email comes in, I bet both your fucking phones ping when that should happen. It happened last night, Bobby. It's like too real for me. God damn it. It's too real for me because I had, he looks at me at one point like, (laughs) <laughs> and he just like comes over and hugs me I'm in bed and he was, I was like what's up and he's like nothing I'm just looking at my queen and like you're such a machine and I go okay I'm gonna put this away at 6pm and it was 5 Yeah. and he was already done yeah. with me being on and yeah. I'm like and I still made it another hour and I was like dope <laughs> it's gonna be 6 cause I know myself like there's no way this is gonna get done so I get it done and then at like 8.45 so I have a thing too with movies when I, when I am in, we're a dads. Space, we have a movie thing too. I have a movie pass thing. Out okay. Ten minutes in. Yeah. Iron Man, X Men Two. If I put those on, I need comfort. <laughs> El Dorado. Yeah. That's also like a thing, but like my can't handle it. It's like too country, but that's like what I grew up on. Listen, but uh, I, so I put on X Men Two last night, right. and he like X Men United. He knew. Uh, yeah. He's like, oh, you yeah. need some comfort. Yeah. That doesn't I end something well. Something in the background. Of like, that's fine, that's fine. And then we lay there, it's done, I close it. And he, at one point, he shows me an email and he's like, so-and-so emailed, also we get this espresso roaster for this. I was like, okay. <laughs> You're like, you are literally winding you me You were supposed to be the one that was not doing this. Are you baiting me? I can't tell. So on a, on a lighter note, how do you feel about pumpkin coffee? Oh, that's such a great question. Wow. Okay. Um, so I love the spice uh-huh. of pumpkin. Which Truly. Is? I love the spice. Like an allspice, a ginger, a, a nutmeg, clove, a nutmeg. clove. Oh. Like prop, like actual spices that give that spot, that fall spice. Listen, if that pumpkin has all these flavors that are also their own separate spices why is pumpkin not the baddest bitch on the block i mean it's got the fattest ass it's got all the fucking flavors uh like nutmegs pulling up just pulled up nutmeg looking fucking thin as shit but pumpkin's like i got nutmeg i got got all sorts of stuff in here and look at this ass i'm just saying i was hoping for a a a hot take of fuck pumpkin uh bro i I make money in pumpkin uh do you hate all the pumpkin i'm a pumpkin bitch but so I, I, I am. I'd I'm like. A, I'd like I'm a, a spice little, girl. I'd like a. Uh, <laughs> I. I like a good coffee with like a hint of pumpkin, like okay, a hint of so all those spices, a hint of all those things, if right? I may. But I don't want that fucking bullshit Starbucks milkshake Yo. coffee Yo. pumpkin bullshit. Exactly. I knew you wouldn't. Huh. And and I think that a lot of people don't, right? And it gets a very basic bitch 
Uh, I Alex that word. with the small but bladder. Like it's normally me. It is. It's but normally I'm also me. Also a pumpkin bitch. I'll let you guys discuss <laughs> one of the pieces of shit. I'll be back. So, uh, like, oftentimes, just like you know, a vanilla or a mocha or pumpkin, it's going to be a syrup. It's going to be yeah. sugar um, with stuff that I don't necessarily want to put in my body. Yeah, flavorings. Yeah, right. So. Uh, but I also want pumpkin. But mm-hmm. I won't order pumpkin because I know it's shit mm-hmm. and like syrups and that's gonna make yep. me feel feel bad. So I for so for Mythic Goat, um, I found a recipe that I really liked that was allspice, clove, ginger, Ooh. um, cardamom. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, and ginger. And so I roll your beans in that. Nice. So when you order that, um, it's hand rolled, right? And it's just the it's just the powders, and so it's still zero calorie, right? Because coffee mm-hmm. at the end of the day doesn't have any caloric value. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like at most, it's going to be five calories yeah. if you need to quantify it's it negligible. that way. It's negligible, yeah. right, for an entire thing. So, um, I wanted to devise like something really beautiful that gave us those folks who really wanted something that you smell, that you get that fall taste. Um, if you have, like, if you make it as cold brew and then you put oat milk on it, it's like a super latte. If yeah. you just have it in your cup, it's so delicious. Um, but it's, everything's hand rolled and it's like a recipe that I created that I think tastes really lovely. And so it's I gotta had, be awesome to be, uh, to be a creator and to be experimental in those aspects. You're like, this sounds like an awesome idea and I don't need to pass it along up the chain of command to see if it's being an approved deal i think this is gonna be fucking dope i'm willing to experiment with it and let's put it out yeah that's uh that's in yeah let me just edify my partner as well in that way because like that's for me i i looked at him like early september and was like we didn't hit it september let's hit it in october let's launch october everybody wants pumpkin this is what i see for that and he's so talented that he can take that in one day and like he created. Uh... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. Alex handed me a state forty-eight mango wheat, and I was like, "All right, sorry, mom. I'll, I'll fucking drink it." Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right, right before I crack it, Alex was like, "I'm just kidding." <laughs> just joking. I was being nice. I don't know if he had some something going on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Uh, Who did we have on recently that brought that to us? Drew. Oh yeah, Drew, uh, yeah, he brought us a lot of samples. Uh, we're supposed to have Christian Jurors on soon. Uh, speaking of stuff, oh, fun! Yeah, her and Paul Roser are going to be on at the same time. It's going to be pretty fucking wild. Fun. <laughs> um, so we don't have a ton of time, and I do really want this to be like inspiring and like building about what you're doing outside of the beer industry and building that up because. I had Mythic Coffee before I knew it was Mythical. Before it was, I knew that it was before your product. Did you? Absolutely. So I will say, I didn't where? know. I, I will say that the um, <laughs> the amount of times that people drop Mythic Goat on me, like I'm some fucking rube, has been insanely really? impressive. Whether it was at bottle shops, spoke people were like Mythic yeah. Goat for sure, and I'm like, um, oh, I know, and they're like, yeah, but do you? And I'm like. No, please tell me. I so I had it and uh, I was like, "This is stellar." Who makes this? And like, John C. I'm like, some fly by night along, who? ginger like, out of fucking and, like Phoenix <laughs> Phoenix beer John C. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I'm like, no, I'm like it's exceptional. It is very high quality. 
Oh, yeah. Nitro cold beer. You guys oh, do yeah. an exceptional product. It is truly delicious. Oh, yeah. Drink it often. Also, the marketing uh, by the name Mythic Goat just tickles my entire amygdala, is it were. Like, do you I mean, know how we did that? Let's hear it. Um, May I share? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, do you know the story behind the goat? I guess was what I was going to ask. Well, um, I don't. Like, Baphomet or... The so goat specifically. Yeah, sorry. Because so we were... <laughs> I'm just going to escalate to a thousand so no. immediately. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be like fishing because that's not how I meant. But um, so coffee, coffee was discovered by goats and a goat herder. Okay. Okay. So Puerto Rico, right? Ethiopia. Or Sorry, Ethiopia is where coffee's born. Puerto Rico is where Chupacabra was born. <laughs> I just, I, I've been learning things today. My brain's all fucked up. But uh, Chupacabra's from Puerto Rico, by the way. Let's see. Um, <laughs> Ethiopia copy. So there was a goat herder named Caldi, and he had his goats, and they were out um, foraging that day. And he had seen them <laughs> eating. I know. He had seen them eating cherries off of a bush. Mm-hmm. And he comes home that night, and they are just bouncing around, and they won't go to sleep. Um, and he's like, what is happening with the goats? And so he goes back the next day What's to where he like? had seen them eating these cherries off of, takes the cherries and takes them to the local monastery and shows the monks there. He's like, hey, and shares the story. There's two ways that the, uh, that the legend goes. And it's that the monks take the bean, take the cherries and throw them into the fire and admonish him and say, get out of here. Mm-hmm. And then... The inside of a cherry pit is the green coffee bean. Yes. Okay. So that's, when we that's buy what a lot coffee, of people misunderstand green. is coffee is actually green. cherry pits. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And it's in the inside of a it's mm-hmm. in, inside yep. of a cherry pit, right? It's, like, it's not so, a standard like, cherry that people think. Correct. No, but it is a cherry genus. Not your maraschino cherry. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah don't roast those. <laughs> not no. your atomic red yeah. cherry. Yeah. <laughs> so they throw them in um, and admonish him, and then they start to smell. Because then yeah, the pit starts it's to roasting, roast. and and so they take the mm-hmm. they take the um, beans out of the fire, and then they take them and they put them into a tea, and that's how the first you know okay. of coffee was made. Is one side. The other side is that they accepted him. Caldi was his name. He was the the goat herder, but they accepted him, and they said mm-hmm. that this is this will keep our monks open like awake during prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is basically it. So, like, goats were the inceptor. And so you see that often. Yeah, buzzed goat, right? Yeah, yeah exactly, right? Um, and at the time, like, I didn't know a bunch of different coffee shops around the state of Arizona or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, this was a very new thing for me. I was making my living off of still impact through beverage, but in the wine and beer industry and in the service industry. Uh, and being laid off from that, or even being furloughed. Like, the amount of workload that I had in those months whilst everyone else was shut down was exceptional and heavy in a way that I can't put into words. It was, at times, too much. Yeah. Um, and well, I feel like... we're here now. Yeah. I feel like I would escape for 20 minutes a day and I would sit and I would look at my spouse and we would have this moment of drinking coffee and, at times... For weeks on end, it was the only normal time during the day that we experienced or that I experienced. Mm-hmm. That is um, the thing I was saying about it this morning, just because I, and it was because I had set myself up for disappointment. Um, 
normally it when this feeling happens, it's just in nature. But it's like where you wake up and you're like, I okay, where's my time today? Yeah. And you're like, I don't think I have it. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, it the last task I have to do. Maybe I have 20 minutes before I go to bed. Yeah. Maybe I have enough time to just do my wind down. And your wind down's longer than (laughs) that time period, right? And Yeah. It can um, be just, an emotionally well, intimate, well, just, but silent time. And like, it was. Well, just, just to that point, it's all in how you transfer it. Like, sometimes, like, getting up in the morning, like, just spending five extra minutes with the zoo laying on my bed yeah. um, is all the difference to make my day go well, or at the end of it, or... But sometimes when you kind of look down the barrel, you're like, oh, hey, I'm... Oh, well... I don't have any of my own time today. Yep. So, and that's, I, I talk about the Slurms McKenzie party slug kind of like thing a lot. And goddamn, if none of you put Slurms McKenzie on my fucking tombstone, I'll come fucking haunt you. <laughs> um, but it's just like, it's that thing where it's like being the party is kind of the job to a point. And then. <laughs> there's a point where you like pull off the, the, the party glasses and your eyes are bloodshot and you haven't seen your kids and you've got like three different tasks that don't get done because you've got to do this over here. You got to show up in person. You got to do, but like you've also, you know, spent six weeks preparing an ABP that you presented this morning. That's just stressed you out. Like, uh, and half of that's projection, but like, that's how, most of this industry works is it's on the backs of people who don't know what the fuck they're doing who are just trying to make it in this industry from brands who expect too much and um take that as you will but that is the current state of what we're doing so and it's exhausting to a point so and like when you started just had that had a mythic power Hell yeah. 30 seconds. I will tell you. Two minutes. Um, being grounded. Mythic is such a powerful word. Well, I love it. Being honestly, seeing seeing what you guys were able to do with that, with this product and brand and business, in, in even such a short amount of time, the fucking serial entrepreneur in me was like, how do I get in the coffee game? Mm. That's how good it was, and that's how well you guys are doing it, that I saw and I go, I got to fucking do this. Mm-hmm. But then I'm stepping on dope ass people's toes and they're way more about me. But I see something I'm like, just like it's beer, being done so, so well there's, that yeah. I go, there's so much how do I get into this? And there's no scarcity. Well, like it's, if you want to open something, it's not me. even about that. It's the fact that you were able to do something, uh, a husband and wife team, so Love exceptionally team. well that it caught my attention to go, mm. I should think of doing this. Mm. How did I not think of doing this? That's how well you guys have executed doing it. Uh, and the fact that you were able to then go full-time into your own business is so fucking empowering and exciting to someone like me that I'm like, why am I not doing something like this? Like, I so I mean, fucking because dope. Because also, like, necessity breeds certain things, right? And, like, I do want to, like, have a very clear conversation about what that looks like. Of, like, I st- like. I'm still an autonomous financial woman of like, I still have a mortgage and yeah. all of my shit to Oh, pay. yeah. So like, that still has to happen. And yep. you are a father and you are a provider. And like, 
Brooke is a powerful woman and is always going to be autonomous in her ways, but like you made choices as family and like that would have to be something. Mm -hmm. Like my husband has made choices. Like it has to fit into what people want for their lives, right? And so for us, it is we want to what we know for a fact is that we want to be together. Yeah. And we want to work together. And that is not something that every unit feels as their core value. Like a lot of units thrive separately. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, yeah. What is it? Uh, Separate autonomous uh, coexistences. Autobots roll out. (laughs) Autobots. Autonomous bots. Yeah. Like that's, and that that is the majority for most. And that is just not something. Like we've also. We've seen what that looks like for me in the restaurant industry away from him. Yeah. And that is, I'm gone 18 hours a day. And then he worked, like, even if I get, so if I work 7 to 10, which is a normal shift for me in restaurants, Mm -hmm. okay? So 7 to 10 is my normal shift. Uh, He runs a lighting business. That's 10.30 or 10 to, like, 1 a.m. Like Like when the lights are... Yes, literally, when, right? When, when you take the lights down. So just dark. the just the the <laughs> communication of what do you what do we see? Uh, what do we see? What, what do, do you we fucking want? Yeah, what do you what want? What do you fucking want? I'm like, I would I I would be mediocrely <clears throat> poor and be with you versus having more money and never mm-hmm. seeing my spouse. So um, God, I love we got to wrap this up because I gotta go. <laughs> 30 miles away because um, you're a hard worker and you do things for your family um, what are the next things you want to let people know about with your company so is it, I would like because you do beans yeah, cold do. brew at on-premise accounts yeah. uh, you do like home deliveries e-commerce yeah. like what are the things that is coming out with this company that you want people to know about and just kind of let people know about this because the product is fucking dope mm. like and I say that behind your back. Uh, so, <laughs> thank you. You're such a good. Friend. What is what is the yeah, things you do? I have do? to remind myself that it's you because ah, I, I, really well, <laughs> I hear. Well, uh, I love talking that talk. But what like, are the things you do? Be like, want the goat. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh, like, what do you want? What do you want the consumers to know? What do you want potential fans and existing fans to know about what business practices you're working for in the future? I love you guys. Um, What I would like people to know is that we are different than the majority of coffee that you consume. That being said, uh, we roast our own coffee. So I didn't know what that necessarily meant until I started in on this journey. Um, That means that it's fresh, that it is made to your liking, that it will taste different and better than anything that you have ever experienced in your life. Would you uh, say it's a tasty treat for your face? It's a tasty treat for your tongue. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Hey now. Um, hey now. Also, I recognize uh, the state that our planet is in, and my and our success is not to be a bane on on We're the planet. We're the secure the bag end of capitalism and uh, existence, so we're all good here. So we all everything just that you order from us is in compostable <laughs> packaging, which means that it's not foil. You can cut it up and put it in your garden and do everything of the Hell sort. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. Oh. Yeah. Did you not know oh. that? Well, I, no. Old man Alex is a farmer. I do love Listen, that. my dude. A hundred percent. 
like I'm talking, we pay the premium on bags. We use plant-based ink. We use com- everything, the valve, the packaging. You cut it up in your garden and it can be used as compost. Um, so as a consumer listening, uh, you spend more money yes. to do that. Which yes. isn't just like, yes. oh, you spend more money and you charge more money. You're eating at your profits correct. to do the right thing. That's correct. Which that's, correct. that is stand-up personal, mm. like choice yeah. that you could you could choose a, a significantly cheaper bag yeah significantly cheaper stickers or, or whatever it is yeah and you choose not to because you want to do what's right yeah and That's i could dope. also buy bad like not <clears throat> bad beans because beans don't go bad right because they're mm-hmm. a non-perishable item um but i could buy a year i could buy year old beans that mm-hmm. have been roasted by somebody else and then i could also put oils on them mm-hmm. and then make them that that my flavoring and I can put them in so, aluminum uh, bags, but we don't. And and we want to give you the high quality that you deserve because you're, you're great. That's yeah. fantastic. It, it reminds me of one of the oldest like consumer theories on the planet, which is well-placed. Um, uh, I love everything you just said, but it really truly reminds me of like one of the oldest things, which is like um, if 50 cents for a proper cotton shirt is what you want, and you want half a dozen, you'll pay $3. And if you want to pay $2, you cannot possibly want the exact quality you asked for, right? It's the simplest equation in consumer versus skill economy, which is what we're talking about, right? And you've got it right. From the very beginning to what you're executing right now is like, this is awesome, and this is what you'll pay for it, and it's rad, and... Just, I love everything you guys are doing. It's it's so almost maddening to me to like just be like to hear anytime like you know I'm at Bottle Shop Forty Eight. It's like oh, I'm gonna go this or like whatever. It it just as someone who tries to draw from the zeitgeist of our local community, Mythic Goat over proportionalizes what you would expect. Without like it's billboard marketing, yeah. well, well, I'm t- I'm talking like I don't know, like there's a handful of brands I'm aware of, but like the fact that Mythic Goat comes up more often in conversations with me is just mind-boggling sometimes, and it just I'm very proud and just wanted to kind of shower you with some thank you uh, I appreciate love that. It here at the end of I uh, hope that you all enjoy it if you ever try it, and I hope that you subscribe. So and, how do people? How do people? Learn more about your product. Yeah. Obtain your product. That's a great question. Uh, Thank you. And enjoy your product. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So you can follow us on Instagram at Mythic Goat Coffee. And then if you want to see what we have on our website, you can hit the link tree that's on our social media. Or you would go to www.mythicgoatcoffee.com. And we do free deliveries off of $50. there's so many different options there, and there's always an option to email us on the site if you have any questions, if you would like something curated specifically to you. But knowing that that we make this and roast this per order and it's for you is uh, is our special thing, and we love you, and I hope that you come and follow us. Last question. Is there any industry secret in the coffee industry that the average consumer wouldn't know about? I would keep your eye out for a brick and mortar of Mythic Goat Coffee come 2023. I knew you had big things in you. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Love well, you all. I mean, 
I'm gonna back you up. Oh. Of course you are. I got. I'm fucking 22 I, minutes late. But <laughs> we have the local shout out. Uh, let's do it. Do right. it, puppy. Uh, shout out to the whining pig. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you can't even attend the event I'm about to go to. Perfect. And I'm going to see you super cheat goes and fresh at you. Uh, shout out to Mythic Goat Coffee. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. Shout fucking hey. out. Uh, love Cornish them. Uh, I, I, I've heard that it's run by this great fucking team. So I bet they hey. can like do good a on a podcast. Like them a lot. Yeah, they're fantastic. Love you guys. Thank you. What do, you you got to do a local you. shout out now, though. Oh, I, um, okay. I mean, I've got three. Um, Cornish Pasty Old Town. I love you all. You have supported us so deeply and, and so vehemently. Um, Spokes on Southern, you're amazing. Bottle Shop 48, Queens oh. and Kings. Queens and Kings. Above 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Molly. It's been Thanks for listening, guys. Right. Peace. Bye.